I'll fucking repeat. I don't give a shit. Now we're starting because I love when I get Nick on a rant and I like to start at the perfect time <laughs> just so you're like, whoa. So for all those that don't know why I'm on a rant is because I'm staring at a baby face over here. It's not. It's my. It, it's starting to grow back. I shaved it. I you shaved, have the stubble of a 16 year old. Yeah. I, <laughs> that I couldn't grow until like my early 20s. <laughs> no, I shaved my face. So uh, I, I have to get this kind of out of my system. Because this better be a good reason. Saturday. Oh man, bro, you're gonna get your mind blown. Oh my god. And I'm only saying this because I know they don't listen. Actually, it's funny because she, so it's one of Jessica's friends. Okay. She she had a wedding on Saturday. Okay. So Jessica was in the wedding. So Jessica was like, "Hey, can you take the day off?" Hence the the reason for the dress. For the reason up. dress when you asked when you walked in. Gotcha. So uh, took the day off. Uh, dropped her off at the bridesmaid, and 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 the reason why, and I and she's awesome because when we first started. She actually made a comment on our iTunes page about us. Like, oh, really? Like, yeah, like she, 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 she contributed and and all that stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. So she's the couple are awesome. They got engaged in September and they got married on the 29th of February. And I think the reason why they got married is because they want a leap year wedding date. Oh God. So okay. Jessica, I get the day off. She goes, hey, can you take me and drop me off? I'm going to get ready at her house in the morning. You can meet up with us in the afternoon. I go, sounds great. I drop her off. I come home. I'm enjoying. I'm hanging out. Whatever. Big yeah. deal. And then she texts me, hey, so uh, this is the first. This is the start of many, many things that just triggered me all Saturday. Oh, God. Uh, she goes, hey, so no one showed. The bridal shower or the bridal party, whatever it's called, did not show up. Is there any way you can show up maybe a little early to help set up tables if you want? And I was like, and you know, obviously when you get the, if you want, it's like, okay, Jessica you don't later, have a choice. Jessica later told me like, she goes, you could have said, no, I wouldn't have cared. Like I just thought I'd ask. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a good person. I'm always a good person. <laughs> and I text back. I tried, I tried being passive by being like, yeah, but you know, I'm going to be showing up in my suit having to lift tables. <laughs> like that's my passive way of saying, no, I don't want to lift tables. So I, I go find whatever. I don't want to fucking do this. I show up in my, you know, untucked shirt, no tie on yet, like just ready to kind of lift tables. And I walk in an hour early before I'm supposed to even be there. I walk in and just everything is set up. What I'm like, the fuck? And I go, okay, what, um, all the, all the groomsmen stepped up and did it. And so I was like, okay, what do I, what do I need to do? And just cause I'm sorry, I don't think they actually need you anymore. So I'm like, okay, whatever, not a big deal. You couldn't have texted me this, and uh, and so, you know, well, Je 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 poor Jessica, she got roped into kind of doing all the maid of honor stuff because all the other bridesmaids did not show up at the bride's house. They were like, ah, we don't want to show up. We want to get ready at our house, not at your house. And no one was helping out. None of the bride, and this is just strictly the, the bridesmaid party. Yeah, no yeah, one yeah. was stepping up. No one was helping. Jesus, they were all, you know kind of being bitches according to jessica yeah which is really shitty because they're the bride sisters that were the bridesmaid so fast forward i get all suited up uh i'm standing outside no one there's no alcohol it was a dry wedding dry as fuck oh shit drier than the mojave desert dry and your boy social butterfly i can go and meet someone and become best friends and and two minutes yeah but i need that little pick me up not even liquid courage i need to what what are you drinking i love wine and then boom we have our engagement that's the bartender in you yeah <laughs> but there's nothing and everyone is all clicky like people like couples are coming in families oh. are coming in so i'm like standing there and everyone is giving the look like what the fuck is this guy standing over here for him so now i'm starting to feel awkward and I'm literally not even joking you. I'm literally standing in a corner because it's all groups of people, like groups of family member. Yeah. And it was super like, unor it was the most unorganized wedding I've ever been to. And so I'm literally standing there for the ceremony. No one got out to almost 530. So for almost three hours, I was just standing there by myself on my phone. Jeez. I left two different times to go sit in my car because I got tired of standing for so long. And then, you know, uh, the bride's stepmom was really nice, and she said hi to me and, and introduced me to another person. That was a plus one that doesn't really know anyone there, but he was not talkative or energetic. So every time I looked at him for, for hey, man, let's, 
let's bond together. Let's yeah. become a dyad and let's fucking like hang out. Uh, he would just walk away and I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck. Okay. <laughs> Jessica comes back. She goes, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. And she goes, you look really frustrated. She goes, I just want to let you know, like you, the way you're standing and the way your face looks, you look really pissed off. And I go, well, I, it's cause I probably, am. I kind of am. I'm not going to lie. And she goes, I'm so sorry. She goes, I understand. I would be, it would be in the same position. So then she has to run and go do photos. She quickly says hi to me. And then, the, and then everyone's all right, guys, go sit in the dining room, go to your table. And this is where I got triggered. Oh shit. The stepmom. And, co- and side note. You know he's pissed off because he never uses the word triggered. And so... He hates people that use the word triggered. And so I mock people who use the word triggered. Exactly. The stepmom comes back and talks to me again. She goes, oh, hey, uh, go check the little table layout roster. Find your name and go sit at your table. I go, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm like, all right, cool. I sit at my table. I'll talk to people at the table. All right. This is my opportunity to kind of bounce back from this already terrible experience. My name is not on any table Uh it is not on the list end up finding out the list was made an hour before the ceremony even started are you fucking kidding me and jessica's (laughs) a bridesmaid and they had the bridesmaids and the groomsmen at one table behind the uh bride and groom right so it was like i i'm like are you kidding me so everyone is leaving and i'm just standing there because i'm like i don't know where to sit Jessica comes back. I'm like, I don't know where to fucking sit, babe. I my name. I'm like, my, I'm like, really. I I'm getting flustered because I'm like, I dropped you off to go at Alexis's. I volunteered to come an hour early to help out, and they could not remember to put my name somewhere. Yeah, you're a bridesmaid, and they could not remember to be like, hey, we, Jessica brought Michael. Let's put Michael somewhere. Oh well, Alexis said that her grandpa's name is on the table with her mom, stepdad, and her son. That you can sit in his place because he's not coming to the wedding today. And I go, great. So I'm going to go to the bride's mom's table. Sit down. Hi, you don't know me. I met you once three years ago. <laughs> Anyways, they told me to sit here. And I and I told her, I said, honestly, I said, I feel awkward. Yeah. I feel like everyone's staring at me. I feel like I, I look like I'm not having a great time. Cause me and Jessica went to go take photos. And Jessica's like, you look so pissed off in these photos. I'm like, I'm not really the most happy person. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not the... Woohoo. And then she was <laughs> feeling and, right now. And then she was like, Oh, well just pull up a chair and sit next to me at the, at the, at the bridesmaid table. Then if you want, and I go, yeah, that's great. <laughs> All the bridesmaid in blue. And then one white guy in a black suit. That's not going to stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. I'm that's not going to, that's not going to make and me, especially since those tables are like front and center. I'm not like, going to look like I'm needy and I yeah. have to be sitting right next to you, you know? And so, I go, you know what? Like, I'm gonna go sit in my car, and they had um, they had these oh, amazing looking tacos that they were making for the wedding, and I was so <laughs> sad. And I, and I I was hungry. Wait, was, so you sat in your car the rest of the time? No, no, no. Uh, I went and sat in the car for 20 more minutes because I was okay. just like, Jessica was like, "Oh, I'm so." She goes, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I did not expect it to be like this." You know, like she goes, "If I knew it was gonna be like this, I probably would have, you know, uh, not, you know, you, I would have just came by myself." And and I'm like, you know, I'm like, it's. I'm trying to be really nice and be like, it's fine, you know, but Jessica understands why I was mad. So I go sit in my car. I talk to my grandmother, venting about this, this shit. And then Jessica texts me, hey, I got you a plate. I pulled up a chair. Just come sit next to me at the table. She goes, no one's even sitting at the table. Everyone's up walking around talking. The bridesmaids are sitting at different tables with their family. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Okay. So I come in and eat tacos. I end up feeling a little bit better. But you can see people walking. But you can see when I walk behind and sat down. That all the other groomsmen and bridesmaids that were sitting there kind of looked at me like, what the heck, bro? Like, Yeah, like, what are you doing? So I awkwardly sat there like someone's, you know, fucking kid that they had to bring when someone said no kids kind of feeling, you know? <laughs> and we get done with the wedding, and I brought, I brought cash to give to them as a card. Mm-hmm. And Jessica was like, hey, let's give them the 50 bucks uh, next time I see them. I go, okay. So I'm I'm kind of pissed off. Jessica goes, "Hey, let's go get yogurt to like you know, for fun." I go, yeah. "All right, yogurt will make me feel better." <laughs> we go in. Jessica looks at me. She goes, "Oh shit!" She goes, "I left my wallet in the car." I go, "Okay, I'll pay for yogurt. It's fine." You know, we go home. We undress. I realize my fifty bucks is gone. 
Oh, shit. It fell out of my pocket at the fucking yogurt shop. Oh, And I man. tell Jeff, I said, I dropped the 50 bucks at yogurt. Fuck it. Fuck it. Tonight cost me, today cost, this, I literally broke. And I go, this experience cost me $50 to have the whole day off. Damn. And Jessica was like, it's okay. Like, I'll call. And so she called. They had it. We had to drive back, get it. It was. I was going to say, you probably made some person's night with dropping. I, I, I gave them $10 cash, like, in their tip jar for, for saving my for 50. Saving it, yeah. I know it's not 25 a piece, but. It's something. Ah, uh, that was my whole Saturday. Damn. The whole day wasted. The only part of that day that I really was just like. I had a great time as I got as since I was up so early from dropping off Jess, I got Starbucks coffee. I got a little bit of breakfast from Starbucks, came home and I <laughs> ate that and I was like, this is great. Fuck, dude. Moral of the story for anyone who's listening. Please be considerate of the plus ones <laughs> and provide alcohol. Why do I kind of want to be that dick that purposely doesn't put you on the seat? I would laugh so <laughs> fucking hard. I'm li- literally. No, it all set up. I like go. A- I meet everyone. <laughs> I know. I know. Good, I know the important people in your family, so I won't be like out of the ordinary. Right. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm up there with you with the whole ceremony. We get done. I go, all right, cool. I'm probably sitting a table near Nick or or a table by Nick. And I look, and my name's not anywhere. I would be so. I I would be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> It also would be different because I would go to you and Sarah and be like, so, uh, yeah, I'm just going to be sitting next to you guys then, and it won't be awkward. But for this, I genuinely was like, I don't know yeah, what to do. Yeah, no, that's, that's – And it's funny. very hard. It's very hard to put me in a situation where I feel awkward. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you feel awkward. Oh, dude. Ever. It happens, and it happened on Saturday tenfold. Jesus Christ. So I think I have the coronavirus. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm going back home on spring break and I was telling my grandmother that I'm coming home. I'm going to do all the stuff for my mom. Like we're going to go and go watch a movie. Cause she's, she's on, on sick leave cause of her, because uh, of her treatments and stuff like that. Yeah. So she's been having just days off where she's just going stir crazy. Damn. Yeah. Get her out of the house for a bit. And so I want to take her to solving and my grandmother freaks out. Go do I? what? Do you, you ever heard of solving? No. Solving's like a little town. Uh, it's a touristy town in my home in my home area in Buellton. It's like it's it looks like a little Danish town. Oh, okay. They have like little shops, antique shops, and stuff like that there. My yeah. mom loves going there, and so I was gonna take my mom. Basically, you could walk from one end to the other in like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah. You, I mean, there's a lot of like other stories. It's a whole like Danish theme, and gotcha. my mom loves going there. And they have this stuff called Abel Skeevers, which are little uh, pancake balls. Okay. And they put raspberry jam and powdered sugar on them. Ooh. They're really good. And so I was going to take my mom, you know, for like a couple hours. Not a big deal. It's like a 35-minute drive from where my parents live. Yeah. And I tell my grandmother this. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take mom to solving. Like, just her and I. And fucking hey, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> well, you know, Michael, with her condition, like, with the with the coronavirus out there. Oh, Like, she, God. you know, and I don't think I don't think it would be safe to take her out in public. And I'm like, what? You know, we've had cases. In San yeah, Jose. In Santa Clara. Yeah. And she was like, you know, she goes, we're one step below a pandemic. And, you know, and this is the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, Wait, my God. hold on, hold on. Do you just say pandemic? Yeah, I don't know how to say that word. So I said it really fast, hoping you wouldn't catch it. Oh, no, I caught it. Epid- say it for me. Pandemic. Pandemic. What did I say? Pandemic. Oh, pandemic. <laughs> I've Honestly, I've only heard that word a couple times, and I think I heard it in movies. <laughs> No, this, so I've been taking a ginkgo biloba to help me with my memory and shit. What is that? It's basically it's a supplement that just kind of helps with um, like alertness and. What is it called? Ginkgo biloba. I'm gonna look it up. Look it up. Ginkgo. Yes. Biloba. Yes. Gin- I don't know how to spell. I'm gonna ginkgo. <laughs> oh G i n k o b i l o b a. Yeah, you said it really fast. Say it one more time. G I N K O. I found it. There you go. But yeah, I've been taking that for a while just because, um, you know, when Saber and I would argue um, every so often, um, a lot of it would be because my memory is shit and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't remember what she would tell me. 
And since I've been taking it, it's actually been helping a lot with me, like just being able to retain a little bit better. Um, but oh, no. you're right. Yeah. Ginkgo plant are said to in, uh, include treatment for blood disorders and memory problems, enhancement and cardiovascular function, and improve eye health. I need to get me some of this. Where can I buy this? We got it from Costco. Dang. What? I don't I'm looking at it online, and it's so expensive. That's why we go to Costco. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of uh, Corona, um, did you hear that they um, canceled the Arnold Expo? They did. I saw that. Um, I so I started. I saw that from Mark Bell. Yeah. I watched that, which um, I watched one of Mark Bell's latest videos with. Uh, I'm gonna. I can't remember his full name. The big guy from like My Name Is Earl, Full Metal Jack. Oh, Ethan Supley. I watched the video of him discussing him like changing his health health mm-hmm. habits and getting you know back Dude, into he's shape. He's in great fucking shape now. He is. Like um, he on and honestly, I was I was watching it yesterday. When I was doing laundry and him like talking about making that step and counting and all this stuff and his struggles doing it. But you know him really making an effort the last ten years to get in the gym and you know and and starting the the lifestyle changes and it, it kind of inspired me to like want to try to do that myself now granted i'm not you know as as serious condition as like right. he was you know yeah, but he was he was he was big he was quite large but if you don't know who we're talking about it's the guy from uh remember the titans he was uh, american history x Mer- i never saw that you never saw american history x no nah. bro it's a hard movie to watch because it's i would say it's harder to watch now because of how all these progressive movements now and it kind yeah. of the culture's changing, but like yeah. when I watched it in uh, high school, uh, I remember just I my brother's like, "You never seen this movie?" I was like, "No," and he showed it to me, and it was gnarly. But uh, but yeah, I saw I saw I saw a video that Arnold actually posted up. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I talked with uh, the governor of Ohio, the mayor, CDC, like pretty much everyone that they needed to speak with, and they all just felt it." better to cancel the actual expo the the strongman competition the bodybuilding and all the other competitions are still going to be happening but there's not going to be any spectators no booze nothing like that the actual expo itself is it he said it's not canceled it's just being postponed hmm. until later this year once they can try to get this like situated but and saber and i were talking about this last night <clears throat> you know <coughs> When you're doing like a strongman or um, powerlifting, hell, even bodybuilding, you get a lot of your energy from the spectators. You get a lot of your adrenaline from people watching. Yeah, the hype. So if no one's going to fucking be there, it's to to me, it's almost like what the fuck's the point? You know, because you put in all this work, you want to show it off. Yeah. Like, well, if no one's going to be there, well, what's the, what's the point of it? But uh, I know a lot of people that were going to be going and they're trying to like refund their flights, their hotels, the, the tickets, uh, the tickets, they probably won't get a refund on because they're saying that it's just being postponed. So I don't know. I still think though within, uh, <clears throat> when, when is it? Oh, it's this weekend. Oh, it's okay. Fuck. Yeah. Like the week before, if it was like in a month or two, I would say they should be able to give refunds based on what uh, there's these circumstances should be understandable. I I honestly think that they will get refunds. It's just going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. So that's the only thing that sucks, man. I can imagine going up, doing all this work and prep just to go and like not perform in front of people and, and, you know, essentially show what you've done. You know, it's like, it's like working on a whole new routine. You go to Ohio to do a, a, a show and no one yeah. shows up and you have to do your jokes in front of the staff. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I can't but. figure out. I can't figure out. Um, cause I'm, I'm like <laughs> I haven't figured out how to feel about this coronavirus because like, for example, Jess and I are, are flying out of the country in May. Yeah. You know. What, where are you guys going again? We're going to the Bahamas. That's right. That's right. 
And so I don't I don't think you hit the Bahamas. So I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even that, but it's like everyone's like freaking out about like flying. They're like, oh, if you're on a plane because it's airborne or whatever. Um, And (laughs) luckily her parents got uh, like an insurance for it. So if if they got it because if anything were like for hypothetically, if anything happened to look with my mom. Uh, right. They got that. Ju- if I can't go, they can cancel the trip or cancel my ticket and get a full refund. Which so is they got, nice. They got it insured. I mean, at the point where it's like we can't fly, you know, right, uh, right. if something happened. But I, I don't know. I, I can't tell because some people and the you know, this is all media, of course, but half the people are like, oh, my God, it's it's the plague. Yeah. And some people are like, you know, it's really not that bad. No, not at all. It's like. And so I don't it, know. I don't know. Now, how to, granted, yeah, there have been cases where people have died from it but honestly you can die from the common cold yeah i it's like i'm like thinking about it because it's like oh my god (laughs) two thousand people total but in my head i'm like yeah but there's like a billion people yeah so that's like like point something i mean i'm not good with math i'm sorry (laughs) if i sound like a neanderthal neanderthal oh my god neanderthal thank you there's some words i (laughs) There's some words it's hard. For, it's hard. There's some words that it's hard for me to pronounce <laughs> or enunciate. So I have to like Neanderthal. I don't know why. Oh, man. I need to go. I'm gonna do that today because I have to go to Target. I'm gonna go to Target today because I move my car and I'm gonna get some pots and pans because it's only ten twenty in the a.m. right now. Usually yeah. I get up around this time and I've been up since seven thirty. Jesus. I just woke up. I went to bed early. Huh. And it's just, it's great. I feel like after we're going to get done with this and I'm going to go do that, I'm going to go to the bank, go run errands, come back. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, it's time at one o'clock yet. Yeah. And I got to do my homework, which I got to make a resume. Well, from here, I got to go back to the fucking uh, Chrysler dealership because I took it in for uh, for my oil change and um, fucking the the AC knobs, like how it uh, adjusts the strength of the air and everything like Mm -hmm. that. And whether you want it to come out of your dash vents or the floor vents or whatever. These motherfuckers fucked up, like fucked them up. What? Like I can turn the air on, but like none of the other knobs work. So, so they they f- changed your oil. They changed my oil and fucked up my AC. How? What? I, I dude, I don't know how, but especially since it's getting warmer. Me plus hot car equals not good. <laughs> hey, that's one way to shave some some water weight. Fuck you, uh, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> that's so weird. That's like being like, yeah, I just need to get my, uh, I just gotta get my fluids topped off. All right. Um, and you come back, you're like, my back bumper's gone. Yeah. Th- that's kind of how it was. What but- happened? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> We're not quite sure. It, it just kind of disappeared. It's like you didn't but- need to touch any of this, <laughs> but no. So if they say that they need to hold on to my car for like a day or so, I'm gonna be like, all right, you guys are taking care of a loaner then. Cause this is not on me. This is on you. Yeah, you gotta be really, like, you gotta be really firm, cause like for example, when um, well, th- thankfully the advisor that helped me out m- like multiple times before, he was re- like, when I went in for the oil change, he he wasn't even supposed to like be there to work. He was just there, kind of finish, finishing up paperwork. Mm-hmm. But when I went in and he recognized my name, he's like, "Dude, I I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna help you out." So he said that he'll be there today, and um, so I. I'm going to make sure that he knows like, Hey, take care of this. Be firm. Like, and the reason why I say that is because, but see me being firm turns into me being a dick sometimes. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> within reason, of course, within reason. So yeah, what happened like in, in the situation is so when I had my Dodge dart, I was having issues with the check engine light just kept coming on, yeah. coming on, coming on. So I brought it in, they did something. And then I came back and it kept happening. It happened like six times. Mm-hmm. And I almost got to the point where I was about to hit them with the California law for a lemon. Cause I thought maybe I got a lemon, oh, the, the lemon law. Yeah. And, uh, and then end up, end up, they actually end up figuring out, but there was times where like, yeah, it'll be done today. And I go and they're like, actually we have to postpone it. We now need to hold on to it. Uh, we'll, you know, it's something, you know, they quoted me the wrong time. And so the guy goes, Hey, we'll put you in a rental. I go, okay. You know, and I had full warranty on the car and I'm like, okay. And so we get the rental, and I remember him being like, "Yeah, it's you know it's gonna cost you know thirty dollars a day, or whatever." And I go, "I'm not paying for a rental." I'm like, "That's I'm like no like this this is your fault for yeah, this ha- is on you." Yeah, like you're like the fact that I had to come back, and I literally go, "I had to come back a third time to get my check engine light checked again after you guys claimed that you did the full inspection 
You did everything. It was a fuel pump. Yeah. And uh, you did all this stuff that you claim you did. And I had to come back. This is my third time in the month that I had to come back and bring my car back. Yeah. And you're going to make me pay for a rental. Well, our policies, you know, and I'm like, fuck your policy. I was like, no, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. And the yeah. guy was like, how about this? Well, I'll, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. And so, yeah, so they end up paying oh, yeah. for my rental. No shit. You're going to take care of it. But yeah, so that's why like I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty ready to just be like, all right, if you guys need to hold on to it for a day or so, you're going to give me a loaner. Like, I don't give a fuck what it is, but it's going to be a loaner. Yeah, they should be able to. So it's like, and I'm hoping they can f- figure it out within like an hour because I don't want to be there all damn day. I, it's, it's, so it's, so you turn the knob, it doesn't adjust it or the knobs themselves are not, no, the knobs turn, but they don't do anything. Oh. And also like, you know how, when you turn your headlights on everything on your dash lights up. Yeah. Yeah. The lights on the knobs don't even damn. Come so it's so they, definitely something electrical. So they fucked something up. And it's like, dude, How, your your oil your oil filters underneath the car, in the I engine. I know. Yeah, maybe uh, you maybe might have had a fuse blown. Like I don't know, but they were working. And see, the advisor that I talked to, he even knows, because like I was, uh, I told him, this was working perfectly fine. I, I had my AC on, when I brought the car in, like. It, the AC was working just fine. Why is it not working now? Damn. And and he even agreed. He was like, I I know it was working. I had to turn it down a little bit. And I was like, then come on, man. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, hey, hey, he made a guilt. Boom. You got him. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, fuck. Yeah, I'm having, I, you know what? I, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I, uh, so I'm going back home at the end of March for spring break to go visit my family and stuff. And, um, and within that, I need to go get my car, get an oil change. And I haven't been going to the dealership. I'm going to like Jiffy Lube because it's quicker. Yeah. But I think I need to go by the dealership and get my car checked out because I was nothing when I physically drive. But when I got to the wedding on Saturday and I stopped and I parked my car, I had the engine still running because I had the AC going. All of a sudden, I started feeling this weird little like hurt. Like it sounded like a really nice, like firm rattle. Mm. And then it stopped. And then it came back again. And then it stopped. Almost like a pulse. Huh. And then I turned it off, turned it back on, and then it wasn't doing it anymore. And then yesterday when I was driving, I was stopped at a red light. I can hear it like, and then it would do it again. And I and it felt like almost like something was like shaking really hard and then it was going low. And I'm like, yeah. that's kind of weird. So I don't know if it's like a, a timing belt or if something became loose, like the giant fan in the front of my I engine. Think so. I think something probably just came loose. So I think I kind of luckily no, no lights have come on when I actually when I when I'm physically moving, nothing happens. It's when yeah. my car is stationary and stop while the engine's running. It'll do that once in a while. So I don't know. I need a also my car is about to hit thirty six thousand miles. So I kind of want to get like a full kind of inspection of it. My car's almost at seventy eight. Uh, <laughs> what year is yours? A two thousand sixteen. Mine's a 2014. And I bought it in 2000. I bought it in. I bought it the beginning of 2017. Oh, so it was practically new. It is brand new. Yeah, it was brand new. It only had, I think it only had like 30 miles on it when I bought it. 30? Mm-hmm. Fuck. So I was trying to buy 2017. Uh, and I, and you know, I tried making this into a bit on stage and I couldn't figure out how to make it funny because this guy was the, it was a Filipino guy, like old, like <laughs> he was super funny and he sold me on the car because I just wanted a base. I wanted the sport. I didn't want some. I didn't want bells and whistles because I never. I didn't really use my bells and whistles on my Dodge Dart. I used my phone the most. Right. And I just wanted something with Bluetooth. So it had Bluetooth connectivity. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, then I'm I'm golden. I don't need anything else. Yeah. And the guy goes, no, no, no. We'll get you with Nav and all this stuff. Which the Dodge you connect. I'm sorry if anyone you guys drive a Dodge out there, but it, it's. The shittiest navigation I've ever worked with. It's terrible. I don't. I don't ever use my car's nav. Uh, I barely use any of its functions because it's it's so laggy and terrible. But he ended up getting me into my car I have now, and he sold me because they there was a giant rebate, and so that helped take some of the price off the car. And uh, surprisingly, I love my uh, Jeep Renegade. It's literally the best little car I've ever had. Well, and see. Um don't know how soon, but I'm I'm pretty close to being in the five thousand dollar range. 
mm-hmm. for what I have left to pay on my car. But um, probably soon-ish, because I do want to get into another car, but like a mid-sized SUV. Yeah. So, and um, fucking San Diego County Credit Union, they um, they pre-approved me for a loan. I think the last time I was in there, it was for like twenty two grand. Ooh. So basically what they would do is they would take the rest of what I owe on my car, uh, take it out of that loan amount, and mm-hmm. then basically I just take the difference. Um, yeah. I, I just take the difference <laughs> to um, whatever dealership. And, now it's, uh, it's good. Now that is a really good strategy because you're yeah. already financed through something else. So you don't have to do the financing through them. So it will save you time and you have more negotiating power. Exactly. So if you have, so, so for example, cause, cause they don't know how much I'm bringing, you know, they don't. Well, you, you, so for example, uh, you get 20 from the, the credit union and you only need three to pay off your car. Hypothetically. Yeah. You got 17 grand left of your loan to play with to yeah. either use the full amount or to use only partial amount. Mm-hmm. You find a used car that you like. If, if the, honestly for 17, anything I would honestly, I would say probably anywhere between like 22 to 23, you might be able to get them to go down. And like, I mean, you get a, probably a nice certified used car and just be like, you yeah, know, but I, I want to like certified used. Yeah. But if I could try to get like at least a 2018, 2019 or something like oh, that, oh yeah, some, yeah, something newer. You'll have to get a base, a basic one. But yeah, you could definitely do Which, that. Honestly, I don't care if I need the bit as long as it has Bluetooth. That, that's the only thing that I would need is just Bluetooth. I don't. Yeah, like, I, I, I wouldn't need anything else. I'm telling you, man, Bluetooth in the so, car. I remember the days of having to get the radio transmitter. Dude, I had the fucking cassette tape. One. I had the cassette I, tape I also, dude. I had that. Um, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. My grandpa got me this thing for my, my my very first car I ever got was a truck, and I was like 18. And my grandpa got me this thing that it was a claw that clipped to hold your yep. hold your thing. Yep. And he also plugged in your phone, so it charged it. And then what it did was that it had a uh, a radio transmitter on the bottom, and it plugged in all powered. So I would turn it to a radio station, on that was blank, and I would turn it to that, and I would be able to play my music. Yeah. And I remember I thought it was all no no extra cables. It my phone was <laughs> right there in front of me, my little truck, and I thought it was the most badass thing. Yep. I loved that thing. My grandpa just he's he's not really known for giving me just a gift out of the blue. Yeah. And so one day he goes, Yeah, hey, I got you this that you like and I was like, Okay. And I plugged it in and I'm like, This is the fucking coolest thing ever. Yeah. For my iPhone four. <laughs> That's how old that's how oh, old. Shit. That's how. That's how long ago it was. iPhone four. That was what two thousand. It's like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. So somewhere in there. Somewhere, because I got it right before the iPhone five. Jesus. And I remember buying it. Oh God, memory lane. You don't realize how old you are. Like you, you mentally still feel the same. And that's no, something. No, I don't actually. No. I don't. You don't mentally feel like you're. I have my moments, but mentally I'm like, I, I think I'm more like, fuck, what part of my body hurts now? Yeah. <laughs> so when I, I had to do this project for school, or Jessica had to do this project for school, and she had to interview someone who was 60 years or older. So we used my grandmother because her grandparents have already passed. So I called my grandmother, and I asked her all these personal questions that Jessica needed to ask. And it was like questions of like, you know, like your earliest memory – how are your parents raising you? Did you have any problems in the family? How did you feel getting married? How did you feel about when you first became a mother? Really intimate questions. I've never asked my grandmother. And one of the last questions are like, what are the biggest things you realize as you get older? Are you afraid of death? Really emo- questions I actually, I, 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 I actually broke down after I did the interview because I didn't know any of this stuff about my grandmother, like really personal stuff. Yeah. And she said, the thing that stuck out with me the most that I think about all the time is that she said, mentally, I still feel young. Like, I still feel like I'm in my 20s. She goes, it's not till I have to physically do something that I feel the limitations of my own body. Yeah. She goes, mentally, I feel I feel young. But yeah. she goes, it's when I have to get up and do something that I realize, oh, my body is not as young as it used to be. So I have this whole now concept of life of, like, mentally, we, we stay the same age almost. But our bodies is what kind of makes us realize. Because I'm, like, I still, I still remember being 18. Yeah. And it's not until I have a moment of, like, 
I think about the iPhone 4 and I was like, that was 10 years ago. Do you want to know what's crazy? Is that, so I'm turning 28 this year. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I was 18. Bro, I graduated high school like, 10 years ago this year. What the fuck? I, it'll be 10 years for me next year. I lost my virginity 10 years ago last November. <laughs> And you bet your sweet ass on November 4th. I stopped for a minute and I was like, on this day, 10 years ago, on this day, my high school girlfriend told me to lay down. Oh my God. No, all right. Eleven years ago for me. Yeah, this year makes eleven years for me. Yeah. Cause I Jesus. was still in high school and I was uh Oh my God. I remember I, I, that day. I was day. 16. Yeah, I was 18. I just turned 18. And she Which was I think 16. we talked about this on one of our older episodes. I think we did too. Alleyway V card. That was our, a very, our, that was, that's, that's one of our very first episodes. I think it's either the first or second episode. Yep. Um, but yeah, <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> shameless plug. If you're liking the content, shameless, shameless plug, go back about 90 episodes oh, and you'll fuck. find it. Um, Dude, how many episodes are we at? Now? This is episode 93. Fuck. Technically, we've had 94, but I've deleted one. Yeah. On accident. Episode number four, rip. Dumbass. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I and I always, and I, like, when I'm with friends, like, um, of our age, like, when I'm with Jessica or you or Sabra or other friends that are the same age, I still feel, like, fucking young. And I remember being my first semester in college and all this stuff. Yeah. And then I run into, um, like, how, like, like the perfect example is, like, yesterday. We have a new barista. Uh-huh. So I cover Tuesday because I never, I can't work Tuesday because of class. So my, my, my GM did me a huge favor uh, a couple of weeks ago for giving me a day off right when the schedule was supposed to be posted. And so I, I offered to leave class early to make it to do a, a Tuesday night shift. So I repaired him. I repaid him by doing that, which I realized why I fucking hate working Tuesdays. <laughs> Talk of Tuesday people are the cheapest people ever. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Can I get a water? Oh, yeah. Let me finish these. Like, I, I love it because they'll come up during a rush. They're like, I just want a water. I'm like, yeah, let me get these drinks all done first and greet these people. Then I'll get you your water because you're not paying. And they're like, well, I just need a water. As if like they're going to inconvenience, inconvenience me for a water that they're not going to tip. But that's yeah. another day. Another. Oh, I had a lady yell at me last night. Can we get another glass of wine? And I, and I startled and I go, oh, okay. And, she, and then that's, she realized she made a big no-no. Yeah. And I gave her the look of like, bitch, <laughs> don't bring your husband and your problems to the bar. I will spit in your shit. <laughs> but last night we have a new barista that started at work. And so I've never met her and I go, hi, you know, I'm Michael and she introduced herself and we're like, we're talking and stuff like that. And, 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 um, catching up. And I always like to ask coworkers, you know, what do you like to do outside of work when you're not working? What do you do? Yeah. As you know, it's a nice little conversation starter. And she goes, Oh, I like playing softball and stuff like that. I go, Oh, cool. Do you play for like a college or like a community college? She goes, oh, no, like I just finished my high school, uh, like I just finished my high school oh, season and I'm, um, and I'm about to start my first, co- you know, and I'm like, oh, you're going to your first semester of college. She goes, yeah, I'm like, how old are you? She goes, I'm 18. I'm like, you're 10 years younger than I am. Dude, honestly, I, so <laughs> you were 11 when I turned 21. Yeah, no, uh, but. A lot of younger people, I'm not going to say kids now these days because that will just make me feel older, but a lot of people that are younger than us, like, I look at them and I'm just like, you think you've, like, had shit hard? I'm not saying I have. I've had a pretty, like, I had a pretty banging childhood and everything like that, but I never had everything just handed to me. Yeah. Like a lot of these little motherfuckers do now. Like, oh my God, I'm so triggered if I don't get the new iPhone fucking 20 XL plus bullshit. Bro, I hear But it's like, oh, and then, no, I heard a little kid not too long ago. Uh, This is old man rants right here. Fuck, dude. Guys, welcome to our new podcast called Old Man Rants. We're 28 year olds talking about the younger generation. If we're still still doing a podcast, by the time we're in our mid to late thirties, we're changing the name from power comedy to old man rants, old man rants. <laughs> but no. So it was actually at work. Um, I think it was like last week, but 
mom and her kids came in. Kids had to be maybe eight, nine years old or something like that. Both had the brand new iPhone. And one of them said, mom, I need Wi-Fi. Does this place have Wi-Fi? I need Wi-Fi. I can't do anything on this fucking thing. And he actually dropped an F-bomb. I was like, you little entitled son of a bitch. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Little nine-year-old with a brand new iPhone complaining about not having Wi-Fi. Bro. And dropping F-bombs to his mom. At my, nine. My brother is 16. My mom would have beat my ass. Actually, no. She wouldn't have. She would have called my nana to do it. Which is even worse. Yeah. I didn't I never said that I never dropped an F bomb. I did I remember when I was thirteen, I asked my mom, I go, Can I say crap? I yeah. <laughs> my mom's like, excuse me? I'm like, Well, mom, I'm I remember being in the car, I'm like, Mom, I'm a thirteen year old boy. I'm thirteen now. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, other friends are saying crap now. <laughs> no, I I asked my mom if I could say hell, and she's like, Only if it's warranted. I said hella because I saw you it on hella. South Park. My mom loves saying oh, hella. Jeez. I say frick. I watched it on Austin Powers, and my I remember my mom stopped and she and she was like, yeah, as the ambulance going by, she was uh she was like, uh, you can't say frick, and I go, why? She goes, cause it's like saying fuck. <laughs> That's what it means, and I didn't know that. I did not know that frick was another way of saying fuck. Honestly, I don't know, or I can't remember when I started dropping f bombs around my parents. I think I f- think I was out of high school. Oh yeah, I or, was, or I might have been mid twenties, like seventeen, eighteen, or just got getting out of high school, but I can't remember when. Um, I actually like, and not just like willy nilly, but it's like if we were talking about something and it was like an intense conversation, and you know how you would just kind of drop them mm-hmm. every once in a while, but I don't remember when I actually started doing it. Yeah, fucks are like the salt of vocabulary. Pretty much. Sometimes you want to you want to make it a little you want to make that sound a little spicy, throw a little fuck in there. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Wait, wait. Are Even you better. fucking kidding me? There you go. A little salt bay in there? <laughs> mm. Let's make this uh let's, how can I make this Let's make it a spicy. I'm learning in uh business business comm management right now. It's like making sentences more like appropriate or make them more intense or, you know, controlling your, your choice of words. Yeah. And I so badly, she goes, do you know an example of ways that we can warrant <laughs> like a really good, like how can we really emphasize like our disappointment and you know, something and like you that. I want to drop it. So bad. and I want to be like, be like, I just want to sprinkle in like a fuck. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Which I mean, honestly, I feel like it would be okay. Especially since you're in a classroom full of, a, of adults or I would at least assume I would do it for just strictly. I, yeah, but it's like, but we're, but we're discussing professional settings. You know, this isn't like the teacher probably would have gotten a giggle though. She probably would have giggled. I think everyone would have laughed. I should have done it, but see, don't fucking hold back. I know. Just do it. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> I was going to say something. I, I say that say. lovingly. <laughs> I feel bad for the, uh, for the new generation. Oh, we we didn't yeah. have Wi-Fi. It was no, no Wi-Fi dude, here. I had dial up until I was, I think I was a, a sophomore or a junior in high school. I, I still had dial up. Like we didn't have Wi-Fi. We, our phones didn't have fucking hotspots. Yeah, no, phones didn't have hotspots. Like, I, I had a, I had Wi-Fi in high school for my Xbox and like my 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 laptop that my grandmother gave me, which was an old laptop. So no, like, bro, the Xbox that my stepbrother had at, at the time. You want internet? Plug it into the Ethernet. It yeah, was the, well, it was the very first Xbox that yeah. came out. It, well, it didn't, I didn't have that Wi-Fi. My Xbox 360. I had to, I kept it well, in the living. Yeah. I kept it in the living room because of the Ethernet. Cable. The Ethernet. Yep. Um, just cause it was a lot better connection and stuff like yeah. that. But like, I feel bad for kids because kids don't know what it's like to go run outside and play. Yeah. They, like, no, like, like your, like your way of knowing to go home was the lights turned on Yep. or your, or your parent called your friend's mom at the house. Hi, Nick. Uh, your mom says she wants you home right now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and honestly, that's what I, that's what I miss as a kid. Cause I lived in that kind of neighborhood. Like, I had friends that lived two or three she- two two or three streets over, uh, another part of the neighborhood. But we would we would walk, ride our bikes over there. Fucking the neighborhood that I was at was within walking distance of pretty much everything. It took us maybe ten minutes to walk to the mall if we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend at the time lived right next door to me, 
so it wasn't hard to get to her place. And it was like, and honestly, if, if either one of us wanted to hang out at each other's houses, we would just hop the wall. We actually set up like little bricks to just hop the wall to get over to the other's house. My grandmother lived in a cul-de-sac. So two of my first like best friends growing up, uh, they were literally in the cul-de-sac. So like yeah. we used to race bikes. Oh, there yeah. were, there were community, uh, gated communities. And so there's one across the way. So we like, I had a friend who lived in hidden pines, which is across from my grandmother's, uh, mm. community place. And so I would have to wait on my bike. So when a car would pull in and the gate would open, I would sprint my bike yeah. <laughs> right behind the car to get in. Yeah. And I'd go, you know, I'd go hang out with my friend and like, we'd go climbing walls and stuff like that. There was another community that's way, it's all built and established now, but yeah. I was there when they were building it. So my friend and I used to go and just go fuck around in construction buildings. Yep. And go find bolts and nuts and nails and bring them with us back and use that with duct tape to make fucking shit to like, <laughs> we were just making random stuff. Like yeah. we were playing with bolts and I always joke around with people like saying like how my vision's bad because I had to play Pokemon at night. Yep. With the yes. little fucking toggle thing. Kids will never know. Well, and see, like I have the scar on my hand. It's, it's still a very prominent scar. That was, oh shit. What were we doing? It was uh, me, my stepbrother, and uh, one of his good friends. Um, we were taking, because we didn't have wagons or anything like that. We had skateboards and ropes. So what do we do? We tie a rope, or uh, a rope around the bike. Mm-hmm. Whoever's sitting on the skateboard holds like I think we were going to like dig a ditch or something like, build a fort or something like that down in the wash. So I was the one that volunteered to sit on the skateboard, hold all the, sh- all the shovels and everything like that, and just kind of balance. That didn't go over so well because I fucking – and we were we were going pretty quick. Uh, but I didn't lean in time, so I fell and fucking just gashed my hand open on the asphalt. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was gnarly. And it's still a pretty, pretty good scar, but – and honestly, like – Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've, like, cut up my knees, cut up my elbow, fucking... Oh, yeah, dude. Like, it's just a shame that kids now don't understand, like, get off your phone. Like, disconnect. Go out and do something. Yeah. But, see, a lot of parents are so overprotective now. So, it's not even the kid's fault. It's the fucking parents. There's you know? a, it's like... There's an article I read, um, like, two years ago where a uh, kid and a younger kid, brothers, right, walked like two blocks through a local park, uh-huh. and CPS uh, went after the parents, saying that like, they neglected them and all this stuff. Are you serious? Yeah. I remember, I remember being, I remember having my bike, and I remember I would try to go, I would go, I would try to go as far as I comfortably could go from my grandmother's house before I would turn around. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I wonder how far I can go today. And I would go all the way to, like, my school, which is probably, like, three, four miles away on my bike. And yeah. then I would come back. Like, I literally just a little kid on his bike riding down the sidewalk. Like, yeah. like that Like that was that was the time. Like, Anderson Santino was a joke about how Michelle Obama has this 60-hour activity thing. Where he talked about when he was a kid, he remembered having 60 days of summer. Like, just fucking off for eight hours. And no one knew where you would be at. You would be, like, three towns over. And then you'd come back and then your parents are like, what'd you do today? And it's like, oh, I went, you know, over here and stuff like that. Now yeah. it's like, you can't even go to the end of the driveway without people freaking out. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, oh, and going back to the house that I grew up in when I was growing up fucking my house was like the house to be at like parties, get togethers, like just hangouts. You know, all my friends would come over. Mm-hmm. We had a six foot, uh, fucking uh, fire pit that we actually dug in the backyard and we had boulders around it. So it was like a legit fire pit. So I would have friends come over. We would do fucking s'mores in the backyard and shit like that. So when it comes time for me and Saber to have kids, what, whatever home we're living in, I want our house to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like I want our house to be the house that I want our house to be the cool house basically. Yeah. Like, like we know when to be serious, but we're also not gonna take everything so serious. Yeah, you know, 
Like I had it, I I had a couple of friends that <laughs> had like the cool house where like it was like the team mom kind of mentality where it's like yeah. all, all the neighborhood kids are over and all this stuff and and then I had friends that literally we I be coming inside and they're like uh, why don't you guys go outside and it's like we're just hanging out in the house and like the house was so pristine that like we weren't allowed to hang out in there <laughs> and then my friend's house that we were able to live there like everyone was able to run it through and, and we had all the sleepovers and build forts and stuff like that their house was like always like more open spacious but you can tell they're a little bit and it was funny because his parents were both teachers so like they were just like super chill it was actually really cool because they ended up becoming my teacher in high school so i'd yeah. come over and and my my spanish teacher is having a beer at like eight o'clock at night on a weekend and i'm like oh my she's drinking beer being like four, being, being 14 and, she, and I'm, I'm like i'm like mrs whack you drink beer she looks at me she goes yeah like i need this this is like my thing throughout the week ah oh, poor generation man we'll never know so get this so the house that i grew up in yeah i'm i'm looking at it right now and i didn't realize that this was the square footage four to, uh 1469 square foot two bathrooms and on Zillow, it's going for $189,000. $189,000? 189000 That's not too bad. Was that because it's in Arizona? Yeah. I don't know anything about real estate, so and, I'm just And I'm the, just the rent on it, um, or through Zillow, the Zestimate, whatever, is twelve fifty a month, which decreased by almost 100 bucks within the last 30 days. Hmm. There's not six rooms. Are they fucking stupid? I mean, they could have added rooms. No. My buddy... uh, There's not much that you can really add. Like... Yeah, and that's... Next door neighbors. Honestly, if Tucson wasn't, like, fucking the devil's asshole during the summer, I would love to live back in Tucson. Yeah. But... I mean, a part of me, just and I both want to move either out of California or somewhere else. She yeah. just got this amazing job opportunity that pros and cons. She'll make a little bit more money. Right. And she'll get more hours done towards her, her final certification for her like actual like title. Like she has her associate number and then to be an actual like certified, she has to, you know, do these thousands and thousands of hours. Right. This will make that faster. But the con is she'll be working seven days a week. Now, oh. granted it's not as bad cause she'll be home by like five, on certain days so it's like not fully draining but right yeah i don't know holy shit there's like a bunch of different so like on a few different sites like what was that first one that i told you 190 something 100 yeah <laughs> another one saying 178 man you can get i mean it's that's the trade-off Dude, yeah it's fucking like homes in tucson are like dirt cheap Super cheap. Like, it's ridiculous. And to think uh, that in literally like four or five years, Jessica and I are going to be like looking at homes and like talking about kids and stuff like that. And I don't oh, know yeah. if I'm ready for that. It's, it's happens, scary, dude. It, it it's, is. It's scary. It's like looking down a long, dark hallway and not knowing what's going to be at the end of it. <laughs> is it going to be a monster that's going to kill you? Or is it going to be the door to a fucking bitch and hideout? I don't know. But for sure, no, we are looking at Flagstaff, though. Flagstaff is dope. Yeah. I love Flagstaff. When I went through that one time, it was just a beautiful, breathtaking, just fresh. Dude, I, air. I got a great, I got a great idea. Let's let's all throw in on a decent sized house and all move in together. Ooh, I don't know if I want to live in Flagstaff. Visiting Flagstaff, hell yeah. Use a bitch. Nah, it's, it's just <laughs> I need, I need, I need more action. Dude, there's action there, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, the natives. <laughs> <laughs> ASU, yeah, maybe thirty-five-year-old fucking party. ASU's Phoenix, bro. Or oh, I'm sorry, NAU. NAU, NAU. Yeah. That's what I meant. NAU. What do I want to go to NAU? Be like, what's up, guys? NAU is not really a party school. People party. Get every- your facts straight. Hey, no, hold up, Michael. I don't give a shit. It where is you not go- one of the. All right, you know what? I'm gonna look a- this shit up right now. It doesn't I'm have to be a party up. school. No, every I'm college is a party school. Up. Shut up. Shut up. No, okay. I didn't say it was yep. a top party no, no, no. school. No, no, no. Okay, it's number three. Okay, boom. Prove my point. <laughs> it's a party school. Fuck you. But it's top five in Arizona. <laughs> ASU's, the entire state. ASU is the top, and U of A is second. And then we got NAU, baby. 
and AU, number three. And then Grand Canyon University, which is a Christian school, is number four. Yeah, because they have to get up some repentance. <laughs> oh, shit. That's they love funny. the blood of Christ. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Oh, shit. That was my joke to Jessica all weekend was that, you know, because they're kind of on the religious side for that wedding on Saturday. I'm like, well, we got the freaking uh, body of Christ everywhere in the form of Krispy Kreme donut holes, but we don't got the blood of Christ. What's up with that? <laughs> I could have sworn there's something in the Bible that says drink my blood and become Edward Cullen. <laughs> become sparkly and shit. Something like that. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm off all day today. Uh, first time off on a Wednesday in a long time. So yeah, same here. I'm gonna go run some errands, and yeah. uh, I'm gonna go to Target and get some pans because I'm cool. Uh, nice. And I gotta do my homework, and then I'm gonna go to the track tonight and do a little practice. Whoa! The second I sat up, it started coming up. <laughs> it started coming up. What else do you have uh, coming uh, up? This whoa! Me. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Um, uh, no, the only thing that I got coming up is, uh, the competition in July out in Tucson. Um, oh, and it's very bittersweet, but next week is going to be my last week at California elite. So you, you say so you did. Yep. I, I talked with Gracie and it, the conversation went over a lot better than I anticipated. And, yeah. Which I'm very grateful for. Um, you, so. know, you and I both are the same way mentality thinking where it's like when we got to break news or something like we got to leave. Like when I left stronghold because I just generally didn't have time and I couldn't afford the, yeah. the, the jujitsu. Um, you know, I generally was like, I'm sorry, but like, I, I just can't afford it. And I was like expecting them to be like, like you're leaving the team, you're leaving the family. That's, Cause, cause it was such a welcoming family feeling. Yeah. And everyone was always excited to see me when I came in to roll the mat. So those six months I did it where it was awesome and I loved it and I, I do miss it. Uh, but it just was just too expensive for me at the time at, at transitioning from Mesa to, to Cal State San Marcos. And Dude, I've been there for four years. I, well, yeah, yours is a little more intense, but I, <laughs> but I still was expecting uh, heart like bad feelings towards myself like um yeah. I feel like I'm gonna break someone's heart and they were like no man we totally understand please like when you're able to fit us you know when you're able to afford it or or, or have time to train again please let us know and and we'll come on back yeah so it was super good mutual feelings but yeah I mean I'm still gonna drop in every once in a while and I'm still gonna help out with meets that are held there like yeah. I'm still helping out with the U.S. Open um they asked me if I wanted to be the platform manager for the competition in June nice so yeah i mean definitely no hard feelings whatsoever which i'm really happy for so when you when you told so, her was she like i totally understand yeah well i i told her that you know saber and i found a place that was closer to home it's like a three minute walk for me from work so when i get off work just go there then yeah three minute volume work right there exactly get you walking <laughs> and um you know, it, and she, she definitely understood. And I also told her, you know, when I first started out mentally, I was not in a very good spot, but going in there, training with her, training with everyone in there, it, it definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I told her, you know, never hesitate to, you know, ask me for, for help with meets or anything like that. You know, that I love you guys, you know, and, she gave me a hug. She she completely understood. And also, I I told her I didn't want to be one of those assholes that did that told this to you over the phone or over a text. Like I wanted to do it face person, to face because yeah. that's how I was brought up. You want to talk about something, you do it face to face. You don't do it over the phone. You don't, especially something serious. Because in my mind, this was something big and serious. So if, if it's something serious, you do you do it face to face. You don't hide behind a phone or a computer screen or anything like that. You talk in person. So, and I think she respected me a lot more mm-hmm. for doing it that way. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And especially because like a lot of the people that have done it over the phone or over text to her live local. They're not out of state. They're local. So it's like, take 10 minutes out of your time and yeah, stop talk in and say, you know, if I talk to you real quick. Yeah. And like initially I, I texted her just to be like, Hey, when's the next time you're going to be in the gym? Just wanted to, you know, talk to you about something. Like I, I didn't make it seem like it was a big deal. Um, uh, 
But I was like, and she said that she was sick at the time. So I was like, okay, no worries. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later, you know? So, uh, but yeah, on Monday I was at the gym in the morning and she was there and I caught her before she was taken off. So I just a quick, less than five minute talk. So, but yeah, it was, it was, it definitely made me feel better. Like a big, Relief, so off relief off my shoulders. Yeah. So, cause I, I, I was like stressing out a little bit about it. I was like, fuck, how, how is she going to take it? But she took it a lot better than I anticipated, which I'm really happy for. So the one thing, uh, I'll, the one thing about, uh, Gracie that I, I love that I've, I've watched recently is when she lifts with little Griff. Oh, it's a dude. You know, she actually is, is taking a break from Instagram because someone or a lot of people were sending death threats to her. Are you serious? About deadlifting with Griffin on her back. I loved it. Cause and it's Gr- like, what the fuck? Griffin's he's not getting hurt. He's loving it. Yeah. I, so there was this one video that I, I saw that really stuck out to me and she was deadlifting. She like deadlift to max dropped it. And yeah. when you turn around, like Griff's like patting her on the back. Yeah, thing. exactly. I don't know if that was. No, that, that's the video that people were messaging her about. She, he freaking loves it. She, now, if she was doing bench and he was on her chest. Well, yeah. That's different. But the, like he's in a freaking. She is wearing because she talked about it. She's wearing a fucking harness that is made for like holding babies. And he's not going anywhere. Yeah, like well, he's he wasn't moving. Yeah, but Griffin's also not like an infant. Like. He's a toddler now. Like he's getting bigger, but uh, he's also he's he's one. He's still an infant. Well, I don't know about ba- I don't know anything about babies. Okay, <laughs> what my point is, it's not like a newborn, right? And also, he's also he's a big boy. He is. He is quite big. Like they like you could throw him probably as a football for fun, and he would. <laughs> as long as you catch him, as as long as yeah, as long as he's caught, he's fine. But no, I I, I saw that video and I I, I loved. It. I thought that was so funny. Uh huh. Or like, or like when she's like, or when like, uh, or when um, Jen is like holding him, and yeah. and like she's like working out, and yeah. like to see him just like concentrate on that and watch it, it's like he freaking loves it. He loves the yeah. banging of the weights stuff. So, yeah, I I don't I don't know what people's deal is, but people are just too oversensitive now. Exactly. But yeah, going back to the last day, last days this week. And next then, week or next, next week. week. And yeah. then have you already signed up for like the new gym and everything? Not yet. Yeah, probably next week we will, but, uh, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a weird transitioning period just because I've, I've lack of a better, t- lack of a better term. I've been spoiled mm-hmm. being at California elite. So just with all the bars that they got and everything like that. So I'm, I'm just going to have to, make do with what I got, but I'm also buying a, a, a power bar off a buddy of mine. Nice. So that way I can have that and I'll be able to use it for bench and squat and actually deadlift. I mean, it's, it's a stiff bar, but I can still use it and it has a good amount of knurling on it. So it won't like slip out of my hands or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely make it work. So nice. Well, good man. J- well, just got to kind of make the best out of the situation. Definitely. But. Well, that's good to hear. Um, at least there's no hard feelings, and yeah. you'll be involved with the with the gym still. Yeah, absolutely. Just more from now, like a friend standpoint. Yeah, which which is fine. Sorry, right, man. So it's like when I broke up with milk, and I was dating almond milk for a little bit. <laughs> like it's it's good, but it's not as good. Like it's not the same as what you used to have. It's, it's just not the same feeling. Uh, it was an old joke I used to do when I was trying to be healthy. <laughs> I talked about working at the gym. I'm like, yeah, it's like breaking up like in a serious relationship. It's like it's always going to be good, you know, but it's you're always going to look and be like, I wonder how milk's doing. But, yeah, that's that's all I got. Yeah. So. Uh, guys, don't forget to go by our sponsor, warfareinclothing.com. Yes. And use code POWERCOMEDY. To get 20% off your entire purchase. Valentine's yep. Day just ended. I know you just did taxes, <laughs> and I know some of y'all bitches are getting tax returns. Oh, fuck yeah. And dude, guess, I don't owe this year, thankfully. Dude, I'm getting double what I got last year. Okay, yeah, go fuck yourself. Anyway. <laughs> so go use some of that tax refund. Get yourself some new workout gear, uh, leggings, shirts. Pick yourself up a Power Comedy shirt. Show us so, show us some love, and use yep. code Power Comedy to get 20% off the entire purchase. And I believe he is actually doing a sale on the shakers again. Um, 
I think both of us have like one or two of the shakers. So I have two of the shakers. You have two. I think I got two as well. But yeah, yeah, they're they're really convenient because the compartments that they have on the bottom put either your like pill supplements in one of the containers, put a little scoop of scoop of pre workout in the other. And you're good to go. Because I know, know for me, when I try to do my biggest problem is when I get done working out, especially when I'm working out and going to work, fuck, where am I going to put my powder protein? I don't exactly. like putting it in a Ziploc bag because I feel like I'm carrying around drugs. Well, and plus it gets all over the place. Like you don't get the full amount of protein that you put in the Ziploc bag mm-hmm. when you pour it in. Yeah. Like there's still that little bit sticking in the corner. Yeah. So you don't get the full And the shakers have thing. the little, have the little uh, spring in there instead of the ball. So it's not super annoying. Um, and it actually mixes a little bit better. I've noticed. I, I think it looks, I think it mixes a lot better. So, so like I do my pre-workout and then when I'm at the gym, I rinse it out and I use that for water. And yeah. then right afterwards it's rinsed out. Cause I use it for water. I throw my protein in there. I top it off. I give it a good shake as I'm leaving the gym. So literally there's no feeling of like, Oh, I gotta take my protein. It's literally boom. And I'm hydrating myself with some good protein. You can also yeah. throw some BCAAs in there. If you don't want to have your pills to do that in between, it's just super convenient to be able to package everything up, especially if you're going to the gym on the go. So we recommend the shakers for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Plus they're black. <laughs> Cause that's a big deal. That's a big up for me. <laughs> I love all black everything. I just bought three new shirts. Guess what? All black. <laughs> Jessica hates me. I got, got three new shirts coming in the mail. She goes, what colors? I go black, black and black. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? And I go, nope. Nope. Not even a little bit. She goes, you look good in blue. I go, yeah, but guess what? I look slimmer in black and that's why I do black. Dude, that everyone looks slimmer in black. That's why I wear all black, baby. <laughs> but yeah, go go and uh, check out warfareandclothing.com. Use Power Comedy to get 20% off at checkout. Um, and also, uh, if you're on Instagram, uh, check out my other clothing sponsor, uh, Power Belly. Uh, or power belly fam on Instagram. Um, send him your shirt size, uh, hoodie size and everything like that. Uh, he just came out with some new stickers, which are pretty badass. I'll post them up on my Instagram once I get them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I pretty much got. So, all right, guys, enjoy this week. We'll be catching you guys again next week for another episode of Power Comedy. Or when the hell ever we can record. Because we're both <laughs> fucking busy. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.